you good, bro. Go ahead. All right, next in line. Yo, what's happening, my brother? You chilling, man. Spread your arms and legs for me, bro. You know the deal. I got you. I got you. I got you. God damn, my nigga, watch my legs. Bro, you're not even packing, man. Chill out, bro. What? Yo, what VIP looking like tonight? Hey, it's laying in there tonight, bro. Oh, where? Yeah, man. I'm trying to get that table by the bar, yo. Still open? Yeah, bro. 15. You didn't be a VIP, bro. 15? Oh, shit. Y'all looking out for the city tonight, nigga? It's an ill ass discount, my boy. Yeah, 15. 1500, bro. 1500? Yeah, 1500 for VIP tonight, my man. Club Glove charging 1500, bro. I know y'all playing. Nah, we got a celebrity in there tonight, bro. Yeah, I ain't got no fucking celebrity. Who in there, bro? Bro, don't worry about it. You going in VIP or not? So you just want me to blindly buy a VIP table for 1500 and I don't know the nigga that's in there? Bro, I don't want you to blindly See, do bro, that's shit. why y'all running out of business, I want you to blindly bro. get the fuck on if you ain't trying to get in VIP. Hey, man. Hey, line, bro. I know Sugar Mama's down the street got them booming more, right? You, Fuck these niggas, bro. Actually, bro, I'm going to Sugar Mama's, bro. They right down the street. They shitting on y'all niggas anyway, bro. Bro, go to Sugar Mama's if you want. Get popped by one of them roughneck ass females down there. Yeah, I'm gonna get popped, alright, nigga. <laughs> yeah, if that's what you want. You wanna be a problem tonight? You wanna have fun? What's up? Bro? I'm going to Sugar Mama's, bro. Fuck your spot. Hey, get your ass out of here. Fuck you. Hey, you. Kick that. What's up? What's up? Nigga, what's up? Hey, is it me? <laughs> Us, anybody, anybody else know this podcast to become home of the motherfucking snitching? <laughs> yeah, home of the motherfucking snitching. If you wake up one morning, you just decide you got some shit you want to snitch about, you find a nigga motherfucking podcast <laughs> and you get on there. And you just sit down for two motherfucking hours and you just snitch on every motherfucking body. <laughs> you want a motherfucking snitch on. Tell everybody motherfucking business. Every time I see a nigga finna sit down on a motherfucking podcast, I already know what he came to motherfucking. He already know what he came to motherfucking do. <laughs> he come to tell you about somebody motherfucking business <laughs> that you ain't even motherfucking icing. He just woke up one motherfucking morning and he, and he just say today is the motherfucking day. <laughs> I'm gonna go on these motherfucking people show. I'm gonna reach out to these people. And the people with the podcast, <laughs> they know. They know. All these niggas wanna do is get on here, motherfucking snitch, <laughs> and tell you about somebody else's motherfucking business. And, and they already know it. They, they just like <laughs> and I know sometimes the motherfuckers be sitting down there laughing to themselves. <laughs> and say, boy, these some talking ass motherfuckers right here. These motherfuckers, <laughs> why these motherfuckers love to come on here and just tell everybody motherfucking business? I'm talking about. Well, I'm glad we gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had no guests just come up here and start giving it up filthy. Even though I want them to. <sighs> we ain't big enough yet. Yeah. Like, if we big enough to where, like, if they know they come on here and it's going to get out to whoever they want it to get out to, oh, I bet you will have the nastiest niggas come through here. Or at least lining up trying to get here to – just to get it off, man. I'm glad Plies took the stance of it's the it's the nigga that's talking for. It is not the podcaster. Because for whatever reason, now that niggas are trying to podcast, some of y'all niggas are just haters and y'all just mad that y'all are not doing what – we have the balls to do, and that's just take a chance and trying to 
not work for the white man and hopefully get paid off our opinion one day. So I think that's a little bit of it. But <clears throat> niggas is really hating on podcasters and trying to lump us in with like a whole group of podcasts that be doing bullshit. And it's not us, bro. Like these niggas are coming up here and just saying shit they know they're not supposed to say. These are grown men. It's a lot of trash podcasts out there, though. It is, it is. <clears throat> and I think niggas are getting confused. Because I don't think we get on our platform and just start bashing women. We, we don't do that. We, a lot of inappropriate <laughs> jokes. Yeah, we, we definitely joking. Like, I don't. Hey, if you got a problem with the jokes, hey, that's that's your personal problem. My G, I ain't going to go. But, um, yeah, we're not having our guests come up here and talk about their criminal past and all this and forcing them to do <laughs> things they don't want to do. Hey, bro, if they come up here and say some shit, they, they know they wasn't supposed to say, hey, bro, we're going to clip that up and use it as entertainment, bro. Ain't going to count, man. But, uh, yeah. Let me let me introduce this podcast and we can go and we can go ahead and jump into Irv Gotti since we're talking about podcasting. Welcome back to another episode from us, you a podcast from Nigga Point V School. In front of me is Slick the Engineer, and there's nobody to write of me, man. It's um back to us being stepkids. So uh, yeah, <laughs> but we back, we back, we oh, back, God, man. No um. Shit, how you doing, man? Uh, kind of having a bad day, but I'm here to pot, man. What about you? Um, I'm doing good, man. Um, something you know, I talked to you off air. You know, something happened yesterday that um got me pretty excited for the future. Um, kind of had a little moment, you know, to myself and shit. And um, yeah, it's kind of I low key want to just like start talking a bit shit. And just be able to say some shit and just look at niggas like, I don't even know what I'm doing with you, bro. I'm about to start acting brand new. But I'm going to stay humble, man, because you know I'm a humble beast. Or whatever the kids are saying nowadays. <laughs> yeah, but all I was saying, just keep working behind the scenes, bro. Oh, yeah, man. And don't, don't let everybody know your moves, man. Hell's no. Nah. when you start telling everybody your moves, that's when shit get harder for you for yeah. whatever reason. But it, it definitely works like way. So yeah. just hold it down, man. Like you said, stay humble and make some moves, bro. Yeah. And that was the crazy part, bro. Uh, uh, please don't let me forget about this herb shit. But that was the crazy part, bro. I realized in that moment um, yesterday, I'm like, damn, man. I really don't have nobody to just, like, really be, like, on some, like, like, just talk to type shit and be like, ah, man. Niggas doing good in life. Boom, 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 blah, blah, boom. Kind of uh, be able to, like, cry to and shit when shit like this happen. You feel me? But it is what it is. It's all good. You mean, like, tears of joy? Yeah. Yeah, but you want like, like you want like a female companion? Yeah, mostly female. Yeah, or yeah, you yeah. need like a homie to like <laughs> nah, get some tears off. Like, nah, don't get me wrong, like, <laughs> hey, bro, don't get me wrong, <laughs> bro. If you was around, if you was around me yesterday in that car, I might have would have shed some tears with you. I ain't gonna count. But you know, just the the journey I've been on in life, and then um, also questioning my purpose here on this world. Uh, sometimes feeling like I'm just taking up space and, you know, uh, trying to make shit happen and I feel like niggas are like kind of pushing against me and not helping me bring this fucking view I have in my head to the forefront. Yeah, man. Um, to know I did some shit, um, kind of on my own and I didn't need the help of my mom, my dad or the homies. Yeah, man. That shit got a little emotional. I ain't going to count. Understandable. Yeah. I feel it. 
Back to podcasting, man. Um, Irv Gotti, <laughs> come to the front of the line, sir. Because <laughs> whoever Nuri was giving you, I don't know, that was the tiger blood. No, nah, I think you just woke up and had some shot tea, bro. <laughs> you, <laughs> you had some shot tea. You, you, you look at your watch box and you was like, man, where's that watch Ashanti gave me? But I, I feel like that watch was probably on your, your dining room, uh, what's no, your night table. So, <laughs> so you was just able to grab that. You probably. Was like, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not hiding somewhere. Yeah. So you just decided to get on Drake Champs and talk about Ashanti for what, a good part of 30 minutes? And you know, you got the whole podcast. Maybe that's what people want to hear. And was that what you wanted to hear from Irv Gotti? He knew that was going to get clips. No matter what, like, he, if he just do what I want to hear, then it ain't going to get as many views. But the masses, the, the messy shit, I don't know. He already knew. So do we blame, okay, so do we blame Irv or do we blame that the people that are consuming the content because Irv know how what's going to get clicks? Blaming what for what, though? Uh, for the messiness. I mean, I guess you have to, if it's messy, if you think it's messy, then I guess you have to blame Earth. Because, I mean, he's the one who was spilling information that yeah. nobody knew before. Because so. it was definitely, if, if y'all know, Earth was on Drink Champs with uh, Ja Rule. I When the clip first started circulating, I didn't know Ja Rule was in the building. Uh, but was on Drink Champs with Ja Rule. Yeah, and that nigga um, told them, hey, make sure y'all cut me out when y'all clip that. <laughs> fuck and, with me. <laughs> and was just talking about Ashanti for a good uh most majority of the interview and uh you know giving out details that probably shouldn't have been given out and um you know i will say this a part of me understand why her felt hurt you know when the feds came knocking she you know she kind of sk- skedaddle but um a part of me is also saying hey bro that was like 20 years ago um uh it sounds like you was probably married during that time and you know hey bro he actually go. said he wasn't married Oh, okay. He said uh, Ashanti didn't fuck that up, so he didn't want nobody to put that on her name. Yeah. He still had some, like, well, even though he was wild with, with some of those stories, he still, like, you know, made sure, like, the wrong story didn't get out. Yeah. He was like, uh, don't don't put that on Ashanti. Ashanti didn't uh, break it up. He said three girls before Ashanti fucked that marriage up. <laughs> so I was like, well, all right. I guess, huh? Cool. It sounded like it was so the truth. So yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, when you heard it, was you like, was there any point where you was just like, all right, enough? Let's talk about tells. <laughs> like, like, tell me how these white people are giving you all this money, or how do you make these hits? Not really, actually. I man, I enjoyed the whole interview. I mean, yeah, he was going a little extra with uh, talking about that Chauncey, but. Shit, he was telling a whole lot of shit I ain't know nothing about. Yeah. Like, I ain't really know, like, exactly how niggas was moving in Murder, Inc. back then. I just knew them niggas was dropping hits, and I was enjoying them shits. So, it was definitely a nice little preview to, um, I guess, the documentary that he's on um, promoting. Um, definitely going to check that out after that interview. So, oh, yeah. say whatever you want. The interview did its job. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the, <laughs> to the Murder, Inc. documentary, <laughs> for sure. It was dope to see Steve Francis pull up. It was random as hell seeing well, Random Francis as fuck, pull but... Up. But that was pretty dope. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Um, Led into a cool little NBA story they had. Yeah, courtside. A couple. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas made them niggas lose like 175,000. Yeah. I ain't going to cap. Um, yeah, um, Hibashi, yeah, you might have been hot, fried hot Hibashi after that game. <laughs> we coming to get that 100,000, big dog. <laughs> I'm going to say them niggas making way too much money to 
go after an NBA player because <laughs> they lost a 175 betting. That would have been sick. But yeah. it was pretty uh, nah, it was a good interview. I mean, shit, shit oh, was like good. three hours and some change. Yeah. They was drinking and smoking the whole fucking time. So yeah. I, can, I already knew. I could look in his face all in here, bro. You about to wake up with a crazy hangover. And you like 50-something. You an old nigga, too. Nigga, you about to wake up. That shit about to hurt you. Yo, you about to wake up with your mentions and shambles, I know how nigga. to fucking... Oh, he already. Is this mentions never in shows? I feel like niggas call Urgati a sucker at least three times annually. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I always thought Ur had like some. Like he always accidentally do. I mean, niggas respect him as a producer, but he always do like some shit where niggas is gonna call him a sucker for some reason. Like uh, Fat Joe just called him a sucker for this interview with Shanti. It was. It was. It was valid because I was Swiss and uh, and um. Timlin? Nah, Swiss and um, Jadakiss. Fuck. They called him a sucker after uh, DMX died, and that nigga was telling everybody how he died and shit. It's like he always just accidentally like says too much or just okay. gets online and just say some shit he doesn't have to say or yeah. it's not his business to yeah. say. And then that's where you see like the other elder statesmen in hip-hop just like, come out of yeah. nowhere and be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Fucking Rel- suck. Please relax. <laughs> Like stop it, sucker! Like <laughs> just stop. <laughs> we, res- we respect you, Murder Inc. Yes, mad hits, but like you're doing sucker shit right now. But at but, least, at least he kept his mouth closed when you know when the fans came. A yeah. lot of niggas don't do that. I like Herb though, man. Yeah. I like I like loud, passionate niggas, bro. Yeah. That just go crazy and then like back it up, like make moves and yeah. still and still be loud and reckless. Like yeah. I like that shit. Yeah. I want to repeat that one more time. At least he kept his mouth closed when the fans came in. And um, you know, that's the that's when you supposed to keep keep your mouth closed, guys. <laughs> Some of y'all don't know that. But um <clears throat> it does, you know Well, I'm not gonna even get into that conversation. But man, it was a good interview. I still ain't finished the whole thing. It was just three hours, so I just had to digest that shit um in like different parts. But um, uh, it took me like three, four days to watch. It. Yeah, I just was like, all right, bro, it's too much going on right here. But it was it was dope seeing the you know the old ass relive some of their stories and get some of their shit off. Um, I'm definitely going to tune into a documentary, and I hope everything works out with that movie. That sounds like a a good idea, a good premise. And um, shit, RP DMX, man, I didn't know um, I didn't know. That much of the history with like Irv Gotti and DMX and Jay Z and all that. I do remember hearing stories like Jaru. I think it might not have been Jaru. It might have been Jay Z, Big Pun, and Big L, and maybe DMX was going to start a group back in the day or something like that. I might be tripping. I might be might got the names confused. I think it was <clears throat> Jay Z, DMX, and uh, Jaru. Jaru. Yeah, I do remember that, but I didn't know it was was that deep and. It's 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 uh it's funny. I they, forgot what they was going to call themselves. Yeah, I forgot but, uh, too. Yeah, it's probably some old shit, <laughs> the enforcers or some shit like that. <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's cool to hear the stories of like the the comparative the competitive of rap, like you know, Jay Z asking Irv like, yo, you you think this think DMS better than me? Like, you really think he can rap better than me? Like, that was dope to hear because I feel like that's somewhat missing missing in rap right now. Niggas don't want to be competitive. They want to kind of be buddy buddy friendly friendly. That's missing. Yeah, it's not hard to see. It's definitely yeah. missing. <clears throat> Shit, while we here, man, you want to um talk about um the the 
the tweet that went around the world. Um, Angela Lee tweeted out, uh, I want to say Tuesday night, the Breakfast Club is done, as you know it. And before um, they got on the air the next morning, niggas had their theories and going crazy. You know, niggas actually hating. I'm going to say it. Niggas was hating, was happy as hell that the Breakfast Club, as they thought, was going to be done for good. And, you know, trying to get their hater shit off. And, um, you know, the next morning, you know, they announced that um, Angela, Lee, Angela Yee is having her own um, uh, show on the on Power or iHeartMedia or wherever. And, um, still with the same company. Yeah, still with the same company. And, um, you know, she's going to have her own, you know, show and do her own thing. And, hey, that's dope to hear. Her very own syndicated show. And I think they about to syndicate the uh, lip service joint. <laughs> so, she about to have two shows. Yeah. Syndicated. Over thirty plus markets, which is a a super big deal, actually. Oh yeah, a round of applause. Yeah, that's super cool. Niggas should be out there saying like, "Oh, ain't nobody gonna want to listen to that." Like, bro, come on, bro. That's that's some that's some corny ass shit, bro. Y'all niggas some haters, bro. And niggas to be out there, excuse me, saying like, "Oh, she's the weakest link," and uh, nobody ain't gonna miss him, bro. Y'all, y'all some haters, bro. That is, that is fucking nasty. And y'all supposed to be black and support black people, man. I'm starting to, I'm starting to, I'm starting to kind of fuck with Charleston White, man. Y'all niggas on some weird shit, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna count. But, uh. <laughs> you and Danny, bro. This nigga Danny drop a new Charleston White video in the group chat every goddamn day, bro. <laughs> what he dropped? I'm just like, bro, just <laughs> watch these videos by yourself. We don't want to watch them with you, nigga. <laughs> uh, this nigga drop a video of Charleston White every day. He just dropped one probably like an hour ago. And I just hit him up. I'm like, damn, you really fuck with this nigga, don't you? I forgot what he said. And I'm like, bro, you probably be binging Whack 100 videos too, don't you? <laughs> Come but. on, man. Don't do Danny like that, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Um, but yeah, man. Um, shit. Who, um, who do you think gonna replace Angela Lee? I, I done heard some rumors that might be Remy Ma. Um, they got a couple months, I guess. No. Or it sound like a couple months. Sound like they gonna jump shoot uh Angela Lee shit. In the fall, sometime in the fall. Yeah. So it got to be before December, because that's kind of like when them niggas go offline. It's yeah. just reruns and fucking have a jolly holly Christmas. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man, because uh, I don't know. I've been a Breakfast Club fan pretty much since I want to say they started. I wasn't like listening every morning like I kind of do now during the weekdays. I probably been listening like they probably been a part of like my morning like routine ever since I want to say like 2015, and before that, you know, I just go on YouTube and catch whatever like moments or uh, um, interviews I want to catch. But uh, dang man, I don't know man. It's gonna sound weird when uh Angela Lee like all the way leaves because like them niggas already have time don't even be there. All three of them, it's always like two of them and one nigga out getting the bag somewhere else. So it's probably not gonna be that much of an adjustment, but I mean it's gonna feel weird when it's like she's all the way off, and then like that. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have to add another female just to like balance it out just a little bit. Yeah, so so um, uh, Charlamagne Envy won't do no super gay shit on the radio. I just I just hope they pick the right chick that'll like you know kind of play that role that Angela you played the informative one, the one that's gonna bring everybody back to being serious when they having their little gay moments. Yeah, we'll see, man. 
Yeah. Do you think they should get young blood in there or like somebody, a female that's already established in the uh, radio industry? Um, I don't know. Whichever, whoever personality best fit with them niggas, whether they knew or old, honestly. So. Call up Wendy Williams. <laughs> man, she's. Prayers up to Wendy Williams. Huh? I'm tired of looking at pictures of her, bro. Yeah. She looks crazy every time yeah. I see a picture she's of her. She's looking kind of bad over there. Prayers up. And y'all stop taking pictures of this lady. Just let her live her life. That's. Man. Um. I, I mean. Isn't it kind of karma? Yeah. Just it's a little karma. bit. I was like, saying it's karma. Just getting mad flicks at her and shit. I mean, all she did was report and. You know, taught her shit. Yeah. Throughout mad years. And, and made a name and a fortune off of it. Yeah. So, and some of this kind of karma. Yeah. And it wasn't that she was just. Not saying, you know, it, it's not right. Like, it, you know, y'all shouldn't be taking pictures of anybody looking like that. Yeah. Or in that type of state. But it's like, she was on the other foot. Would yeah. she be sitting in that Wendy Williams chair reporting and getting them jokes off and letting the whole crowd left? I, I think she would. Yeah. And that's all I was going to say. It's a karma for um, a lot of her past decisions. Cause it's not it's not only just reporting the news and you know having a little opinion here and there. She, you know, she done. I want to say, uh, Method Man. She exposed that his wife had cancer or something before the world knew, like on air. Uh, yeah. She did a lot of wild shit back in the day. So yeah, that was just tip of Alex Bird. So yeah, it's kind of her karma. But hey, man, prayers up to Wendy Williams. Um, <clears throat> how long? Uh, you think the Breakfast Club can last another ten years or? They almost at the end. Why not? They already a part of everybody's morning routine, and I doubt niggas not gonna tune in because they Angela Yee. Yeah. You know, I ain't trying to sound like no hater or nothing, but you know, I I doubt Angela Yee is gonna force people to not listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I say she might take some of her fans over. You know, she got she got shit. She been doing I this feel for like a minute. They're still gonna be like, yeah, it's they'll be, go check yeah, that out too. Yeah, but yeah. they not leaving the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Type shit, like you know, you still got wild ass Charlamagne, <laughs> DJ Envy lying about mixes and calling in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just find actually shit. They find one more wild motherfucker, they might get back to their old roots. Shit, man. Oh. Actually, they ain't never getting back to their old roots. Nah, Cause you saw that, you saw that thread yeah, I retweeted yeah, yeah. where I went down that rabbit hole yeah. for like a whole hour. I was like, damn man, Breakfast Club, Bro. man. Whenever they, whenever they do do a documentary, that shit's gonna be fire. Charlamagne. <laughs> Charlamagne was, Can't without a doubt, the most reckless Negro <laughs> on black on black radio. And you know what, man? Charlamagne, bro, it took some balls to ask like, Bro, he questions. only got punched in the head once? <laughs> yeah, just, just once. No way, bro. I was looking at some of the clips. I'm like, bro, the only one nigga swung on you? Yeah. And, and that was Lil' Kim's goons. Yeah. Frail, <laughs> Frail Star was close. Um, Beanie he wanted to snap on him, but he ain't get quite there. Beanie Seagull, I don't think he really wanted to do anything to him. He just wanted to intimidate him, but it, it ain't work all the way. Yeah. But he, he just really wanted to intimidate him. And I think after a while, niggas was just like, all right, man, Charlamagne, Charlamagne. But you know why I think a lot of people don't. Um, and then he started growing up and yeah. <laughs> actually showing growth and being a better person. You know, you have you seen his bodyguard, Whack? What? Lately? Or? No, I'm just saying, have you seen his bodyguard, yeah. uh, Charlamagne? I think that's a why a lot of people just be like, you know what? Go ahead, Charlamagne. Just talk shit. So you finally put him on payroll? Yeah, that's a big-ass nigga, bro. I ain't gonna count. That's a big-ass nigga. That's one of them niggas I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I'll definitely have to just... Can he, can he defend the jump session? I feel like with his size... A lot of niggas is big until eight punches of barrages <laughs> is coming at you see, simultaneously. That's all I'm saying. I just seen I just seen Wax throw 
throw some hands. So I feel like with his size and him kind of knowing what he's doing, I think he'll probably be able to defend eight niggas. But he definitely ain't going to defend a bullet. <laughs> and then that was going to be my second question. Yeah, he definitely ain't going to defend that, that shit. So, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely say it. Well, nah, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> but, hey, leave, that, leave them niggas alone. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! What else you want to talk about before we go to the commercial break, man? Shit, but yeah, definitely shout out to Angela Lee, man. That's that's hella dope. Um, lip service um, becoming syndicated. I think uh, a lot of that's like a big podcast. Though. Yeah, that's a big ass deal. But it's now like, they're like, are y'all, so are y'all ready on that? Is yeah. it even a podcast anymore? Hey, y'all thought y'all thought Irv Gotti was giving them nasty, man. The, some of them rappers get on lip service and start going crazy. They get some liquor in them. They around some bad females. They start talking a little loose, a little reckless. I'm just letting y'all know now. So <laughs> that's going to be interesting to see. Um, she need to invite me on lip service. I'll give up all, all the info, all the stories. Like, what you want to know? <laughs> Do I like what? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> now, which one y'all going to help me? Help me live out this fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> man, let's go to the commercial break, man. We'll be right back. Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from... This bat, I mean, glove, this glove. An inmate at Florida Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. To refuse charges, thank you for using T-Netics. You may start the conversation now. Yo, what's up, glove? Bro, how you doing, man? man? I'm doing good, bro. How you living, man? Hey, man, you you good, bro? We almost got the bail money on that stuff, bro. But nah, just give nah. us. I'm all good. I don't need no bail. We good in here, bro. What you mean? You need anything? Need. I got you. What you need? No, I'm good, bro. Everything good? Yo, give me a second. I'm on the phone. Yo, Batman, who Batman? Oh, that's me. That's my uh, prison name and shit. You know, prison name. Punishing niggas in here. Hey, yo. yo no homo. No homo. Hey man, I don't know what's going on, but look, bro, we only got like twenty more thousand to got around, bro. You should be out by Monday or something like that, bro. I'm good, bro. I'll be out Sunday, bro. Sunday. Sunday. Prison break. Rep room. On the way, bro. I'm on the way. Let me finish this call. Hey, bro, we got hit from the yard. Yep. On it. Crack, bro. What's going on, bro? You you in the city jail, bro? I got, I got some business to take care of, man. Me and this nigga Julie. Shit. Julius in there. Hey, tell Julius. Hey, tell him he owed me twenty dollars, bro. Scoob on the phone. He said you owe him twenty. He said you foolish. Look, look, bro. Don't do nothing stupid, bro. You got probably maybe a couple more days, man. We got you, bro. Hey, Just we chill. Good. I'm good. I'm gonna be home soon. We gonna keep that money. Matter of fact, we gonna flip it. I know some niggas that can get us the air on. So we what? good. Glove. Hey, you a school team, bro? What? Yeah, I'll holler at you, bro. Yo, glove. 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 For the haters, for whatever it's worth I wish him well, was sick when Kobe died Laugh when Oprah fell, learn you niggas by respect Took prize in show and tell, nothing like what you'd expect Hide from broken shells, you bugging and tugging on two straps They both Chanel, my name been holding weight My mail done broke the scale Fake bowlers suffer from L's and choking spells Cooked a thousand, now they mediocre, get smoked as well I done flew around the world, split backs in Medellin Orange and blue cap, the backs is still a team Still one of the most underrated you ever seen A fiend, I know screams 
Peace to the smell of green. I done had them lining up nine blocks of pimping scene. Targets, FYEs, and mom and pops in between. Customize and make a palm box fit your team. Mustard bombs lay you on your lungs, get your screams. Niggas is damn near dead corny, you know, then stepping over old friends and 40 below tens. Mm. 50 man entourages with no grins. Everything but a rocket launcher, the road's grim. Matching firearms, I'm gonna reload twins. Human sacrifices, let me hold ten. Where the fuck is that does he still got his shit from? Flex the only time I miss a skeps when I skip one. Grind now and celebrate when the flip done. Cool with it, long as the outcome is income. I'm the shit son, the H and I see in some Jamaican posse click run, he made me body shit dung. Always been ahead of the game, and have to change with it. Anywhere they put out cement, I put my name in it. Turn to six, had to go on my first cage visit. Stay out the way, cause hollow tips don't got an age limit. You can be NBA size, a race shrimmed. Send me your care package with my accolades in it. Color money gets you black rocks, white beaches. I lay it on her, she gon' come twice like sneezes. Until the weather freezes, it's all like seasons. 25 clips is all like features. Sip off white sneakers, sharpening my weapon to protect my gift. Never seen a goose in my studio with you. Oh my god, he went crazy for like another minute, but damn, bro. He did. Relax, Lloyd. Like, I'm here. saying, like, niggas can rap like that, but y'all just want me to accept like these other niggas and how they rap. <laughs> I like, bro, I grew up with niggas that like took pride and wanted to like give you that feeling yeah. that you got when you was listening to that. Like, yeah. those are the type of niggas that. Influence me and like, you like, no, my pen got to be tight, nigga. Fuck all that other stuff. Like, yeah, you got to be able to have the swag, the vibe, the, the cool persona and all that. Most importantly, that pen got to be nice. Yeah. I mean. Don't forget what's most important. You can still get the, you can still get that feeling from these days, generation of rappers. Not that feeling, though. No, I'm saying, I mean, there's, there's uh, rappers this generation that can rap. That you know they can bar up and shit, but I'm talking about like, I guess I'm just talking about like you know the regular like swag, just trying to make a fucking radio hit rapper, which is a lot of them now. Just trying to make something that'll stream and get you some TikTok and shit. I see what you're saying. Like if y'all think that's gonna move me, I'm I'm out that generation, bro. Yeah. But nah. I like rappers that can do both though. I like rappers that can still when it's um. You know, it's time to get in that that uh, flunk, uh, flex uh, freestyle mode. They deliver like Lloyd Banks. First of all, uh, Lloyd Banks is arguably up there with the Andre 3000s and the Black Thoughts and the J Electronicas of the world. Uh, so it's kind of hard to compare him to just a regular rapper. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there's some young niggas that can that can get up there and talk they shit. Um, and give you that feeling of what Lloyd just did, but nah, that was that was definitely solid. That was that was more than solid. That was that was crazy. Lloyd was definitely spazzing. I can kind of tell that's not a beat he probably wanted to get on because that beat, that the beat in the the bars, me. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like when they go up to like radios or rapping shit, they kind of like tell them what, what type of beat they want, or they like let them like pick a beat and they be like, all right, yeah, let me get that one. Well, that beat got hands and feet. Place on it because them bars was killing that beat. That was a, that was that was like the first time I felt like the the beat didn't help the bars. It was the bars was helping the beat right there. Well, the first time I felt that in a while, I have I can't uh, think of a time I felt that again. But um, yeah, that was that was different right there. That was different. Uh, Shouts to Lloyd Banks. Shit, it was a couple freestyles flowing around out there, man. I think the game did a freestyle on L.A. Leakers. So I know Meg did one. That was pretty. That was pretty cool. 
I ain't heard the bag. I heard the the game. The game killed it too. <clears throat> uh, shit. Speaking of the game, he just dropped his own track list, and it's um thirty one tracks. Let's see these features. I know he got Ice T up there, the legend. He's supposed to drop them all. The album's supposed to drop them all. No, I was asking. Oh, I, I didn't. I, I, I could have sworn he's. I mean, it's supposed to drop this month. So I know since he dropped the uh, track list, I'm guessing it's dropping tomorrow on Friday. Oh shit, that would be dope. Unless I'm uh, wrong. <clears throat> uh, Kanye West, NBA YoungBoy, Little Wayne, ASAP Rocky, Nipsey Hussle, R.P. Rick Ross, Meek Mill, Roddy Rich, Ice T, plus more. Oh shit, Cameron up here. Moneybag, yo, golly, it's a lot of features. What the, what the world? Uh, Moneybag, yo, Blast, um, Tory Lanez, French Montana, Twister, and Jeremiah, Ruby Rose. Oh, that track might be crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Hold on, this thing got a feature on every single phone. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man. Suffer two, suffer two. I fuck with, I fuck with game, man. I, I, don't, I, I hate features on everything, but I mean. No three, I see three. He always, I mean, game usually delivers when it comes to full oh, projects, yeah. so. You know, I'm gonna let him do his thing. I'm definitely gonna check it out. But damn, man, I ain't gonna lie. Looking at all these features, it's turning me down a little bit. Yeah, it's about six that's not up there. This is a 31 track album, so it's about six yeah, that don't well have no features. Be every damn feature, bro. Um, okay, and and then the the ones that don't have features is tracks like Drake with the braids. Yeah, that might as well black, be a feature, bro. The black you got Drake's whole name in the fucking title. It might as well be a feature, the bro. Black that Shady. don't count. Um, the black shim shade. You feel me? All right, man. I'm, a, I'm definitely going to check this out, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It better be some damn slap. Nah, it's, it's a couple more. World Tours sure, featuring Nipsey Hussle. I hope that Nipsey Hussle versus Hart. Yeah, I hope so, too. I definitely want to hear how this Twister and Jeremiah song sound with this this title. This this That, that got my interest right there. Yeah, Jeremiah on a few of these. Um, well, I mean, I'm on 31 tracks, so this shit definitely about to be at least an hour and a fucking half. Uh, yeah, man. I'm definitely check out some of it and listen to all of it throughout the weekend, hopefully. Yeah. Um, see what happens. Yeah, man. Um, see if it's a album of the year. Uh, shit. Tory Lane made. Can't a, tell if this nigga a rapper or a fucking DJ with all these <laughs> damn features, my nigga. <laughs> shit. Tory Lane made a statement um, earlier this week. He said, "Man, it's just a lot of mid that been put out this year." How you feel about that? Been a lot of mid this year. Yeah, a lot of mid albums. I feel like I've been saying it for the past how many years. <laughs> I mean, bro, a lot of niggas just put music together and throw it out there real quick. I know I really care about their craft heavy like that. It's just like, bro, I got something I can promote and monetize and tour and make bread off of. I'm good. It's good enough for that. Yeah. Niggas don't be thinking about. <sighs> I mean, niggas just don't go that deep with it no more, man. It's just. The music don't mean that deep. It's just not deep, that deep no more, man. I definitely feel it, man. Not to everybody. I ain't going to put that on everybody. Some people still, like, yeah. want to make sure their project is, like, something that they hope that they can just lead the earth and it'll just be here and always rock out whenever niggas want to go back and fuck with it. A lot of these niggas, man, they just want to give whatever project that they put together real quick its moment, make they they run with it and then shit y'all can throw that shit away for all I give a fuck I done ran my bag up yeah um speaking of YG man um I don't know if this is an album by YG or this is a cover art but um you got an NBA player baby mama on the cover art and he's kissing her baby well her belly bump what is the second one and uh 
Uh, you toxic. <laughs> you toxic. They just say toxic, man. And um, it's Brittany, Brittany Renner. Sounds like a rollout for a single. I guess, bro. I guess. Um, why are we romanticizing? Why are we romanticizing toxic relationships, bro? That's what everybody want. I don't want one, bro. Give me the real love. That's what's selling. Go that Jada and that Will, Will Love. No, I'm checking. Don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess, man, I'm going to definitely check out YG. Uh, I haven't, uh, YG, YG haven't really been pinning out shit that moved me lately, but I'm, st- I'm still a fan. I'm still a fan. Toxics was selling right now, dog. It's not for get me. The people was, get the market what they asking for, shit. Not for me. Um, If y'all was listening earlier to the pod, I told y'all. The most important time to not speak is when the feds come around. And oh boy, oh boy, ASAP Rocky sued by ex ASAP mob member uh, saying he was the shooting victim. Um, I do not know who this member was. I just saw a name flow around um, yesterday, but I just didn't think to say it. But um, I don't know how to feel about this because... If my supposed friend shot me, I would feel some type of way. But I think I'll probably get back in blood. <laughs> and then also, uh, I'm kind of on like, how do you how do you make ASAP Rocky so mad? Alleged, allegedly, made him so mad that he had to pull a gun out on you and <laughs> let that shit sing. <laughs> so like, he's dating Rihanna. He's he got a baby coming. And he got so furious to the point with one of his homeboys that he had to pop you. I kind of feel like you was wilding, my nigga. You might have deserved that pop. But for... um, What's his name? ASAP Relly or something? ASAP Relly, I guess. Um, Uh, Did he make a Live Love ASAP mixtape? No. Okay, so guess whose side I'm on? (laughs) No, I'm on ASAP Rocky's side. Because I'm just like, bro... That's that really. What do you? I, I, I'm really thinking. Uh, like, damn, if you were part, if, uh, if you were part of my my group, live love ASAP. What did you do, my boy? If you were part of my group, oh okay. And you fucking, and I'm, 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 I'll have a baby coming. I'm messing with Rihanna, and you got me so mad to the point I have to shoot you, bro. What did you do, my nigga? Yeah. And then, if you're supposed to be a street nigga, why the fuck you go to the cops? He's not. Oh no, you're definitely not no more. You, you look, bro. You, hey, I hope that shit worth it, man. You better hope. Uh, hey, if you win the case, I hope you get the money, bro. Cause your little rap career, whatever you was doing, ASAP Mob is finished. Probably trying to get some. Probably trying to store Who? Oh, ASAP. He was from or whatever that nigga name is. ASAP yeah. really? I don't even know that nigga. I don't even know what he looked like. I just saw his name drop. They was like, oh, ASAP member says he's the one who said he shot him. I was like, word. I was like, man. Hey, come on our podcast and give it up, please. Rocky, that's why you can't take everybody with you, bro. You definitely can't. Come on our podcast ASAP, really, and give it up. Go ahead and snitch. (laughs) Do what Plaza told you to do. Uh, Before we get off music, man, since I'm in our um, group chat, uh, how you going to feel when the the females start calling you a munch (laughs) in the next couple, couple months, in the upcoming months? I'm going to know they trying to fuck. <laughs> uh, if y'all know, man, uh, there's a girl, female rapper called Ice Spice. Yeah, Ice Spice, I think. 
Uh, she got a song out called Munch. Um, she actually just got a Drake code song probably like last week. And um, yeah, man, I think it's gonna work out for her. Um, the song is a catchy hook. Uh, she's shaking ass. She got the look. Think she's the next big thing to come out the Bronx. And you think she's gonna have everybody calling niggas Munch? Lori Harvey got females saying, I, I forgot what it was on Twitter. She got female calling lines that are just obvious statements. Yes, I personally believe this woman is going to have. That nigga munch. Nigga, either he ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie, I get what I want. Like, you thought I was feeling you? No, I was feeling you. That nigga munch. Nigga, either he ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie, I get what I want. Like, bitch, stay balanced, keep it a bean. Know they be mad, I be on the scene. Ask too fat, can't fit in a jean. Use my stitch, but it's not what it seems. I got that ready, I'm keeping it clean. Fucking with niggas that's toting a bean. Saying you love me, but what do you mean? Pretty ass fucking me like that I'm mean. Baddest bitch, how you shitting me? If you ain't a baddie, can't sit with me. I swear that these bitches my mini me. He want a sex, niggas be dreaming. I'm from the ex, niggas be scheming. I'm on their necks, they's not breathing. Thumb in a check, blow their knee You thought I was feeling you? No. That nigga on munch. Nigga, eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie, I get what I want. Like, you thought I was feeling you? Women call call each other's hot girls and see girls. You don't think they're gonna start calling niggas? Munch? She got some nice little cheeks on her. Yeah, yeah, about to say, yeah, but, um, she's gonna work out for it, bro. <laughs> she gonna be. Right. I mean, but I'm I'm not gonna feel like it's a fucking diss though. Like you call me a munch, like it sounds like you want me to eat you up, bitch. But they gonna use it. In- <laughs> sounds like you want me to do some nasty things to you behind the door. I mean, hey, I ain't mad at it. So I'm like, I mean, are we really dissing right now? What you trying to do? What you trying to get into? I guess if you don't fuck after, that's when that's become a diss. When you just a munch, you just you just come to just eat it and leave. That is some new female age type shit, no? Bitches is the new niggas. Been saying it for a while, so I guess I can see that. Shit, man. Um, have you checked out any new music or? Nah, I just heard that Lloyd freestyle and um, nah. Good, because I haven't either. But I have checked out some documentaries. Uh, while we're on music, um, there's a doc out talking about Woodstock 99. Um, I saw at least... I know I saw the first the, the first episode in full, and then like a little bit of the second episode. But uh, yeah, man. What I, I, I got from the first episode, especially near the end... It sounds like a lot of people are talking about this festival in the lens of 2022. Like, you heard a lot of people saying, man, these college kids, this, these frat guys just came in here and start telling women to show them the titties. It was very rude. But in, in my mind, I'm just thinking like, bro, y'all wasn't saying that back in the day. Because that was the case. Y'all would have gone on that stage a couple times and said, hey, stop telling, excuse me, our performers to show you their titties. Like, this is kind of crazy. Can y'all please stop that? Look, man, all I got from fucking Woodstock 99, the doc, I saw the first episode and I saw, I think, half of the second one. So I'm pretty much like just halfway through it. I think it's three episodes. They all like 45 minutes to like 50 minutes or something like that. Um, One thing I heard was uh, white people, we learned all our uncivilized behavior from y'all niggas. What are you talking about? Y'all motherfuckers do not know how to control y'all selves. Yeah, white people. Two hundred and fifty thousand people out there. Y'all were the dirtiest, most nastiest, most druggiest, most rapiest human beings I've ever seen on my screen, nigga. And y'all got the nerve to come at black people and say that we're crazy. 
and look at us in fear. No, I fear y'all crackers. How about that? Hey, y'all was, the ones who taught us that behavior. Nigga, there was no goddamn black people in that crowd, bro. If there was, it was like one black person. Maybe a little sprinkle yeah. here and there. And I know they was I wouldn't be caught dead over there. Yeah. But it was cool to see James Brown get up there. No, they definitely had some black performers. Yeah, I about to say, I think Wild Clef was out there. Yeah, DMS performed out there. But, um. Yeah, he did. He better be on that last episode. He got to be. Yeah. Because that was definitely that same crowd, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that was 99, right? Yeah, I think that it was 99. That had to be. Because it was be. only 69 before yeah. that one. So, yeah. I think it was a 94. I, I heard him say 94 in a dock. But yeah, I they know. tried. I think they said they tried it, but, like, I think it rained and it was, like, mad mud out there and that shit looked crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but uh. The the uh the reason why Woodstock '99 happened, um, the guy that uh did Woodstock '69, I guess he thought since uh in Woodstock '69 it was a peaceful crowd, you know, they was just there to do drugs and listen to the Beatles and Jimmy. Yeah, it, was, it was also like peaceful, like yeah. soft rock. Yeah, type it was music. just there to do that and um, alternative rock, soft rock, like that type of like yeah. it was that type of joint. Yeah. Snigga ain't had no idea what Slipknot and Corn and nah, fucking had none. Blink One Eighty Two had no had idea, idea what, what type of boys on. they were. So, uh, you know, he was trying to do something for you know for the kids of that generation because uh, I want to say Connabon just happened, and you know he was just trying to you know bring back the love, and instead he brought back the so drugs. He did it for selfish reasons. He was like, oh, my kids are teenagers. I want them to experience what I experienced, so I brought it back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. That's not nah, selfish. You just wanted, yeah, it is, because you know it was a money play. At the end of the day, it's oh, still a money play. Oh, a money play. play. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Still at the end of the day. 250,000 white kids, and you already charged. Well, I think they said back then, I think the average ticket was like around 150. Yeah. So, you know, you make it mad, bro. But they said uh, they charged. Back then, water was like, a bottle of water was like yeah. 50 cents. Then all the extra shit you charging yeah. when they get there to, uh, what was the army base yeah. that they had found? Like an old army base? They, they couldn't bring no water or no food in there, so they had to buy at the festival grounds. And the prices was like $4 for a bottle of water and whatever for like food. Which right now, if you've been to a festival since, like that sounded like good prices. But back then, bro, that was, that was a lot. If you was paying 50 cents for a bottle of water. So uh, yeah, well it was a cool doc, man. Y'all go, y'all go check that out. Y'all see uh, white kids going crazy and uh, doing wild shit. Um, what else was interesting in that doc? Uh, like that's about it. Yeah, I was saying get further enough. Uh, shout out to Whitecliff, man. He definitely was telling them white motherfuckers to just take their trash and just throw it everywhere. <laughs> uh, that shit looked dirty as hell at the end of that night. And it ain't them niggas ain't had no cleanup crew, so like that shit was pretty much after that first day, that shit was pretty much dirty for the rest of the fucking time. That's but that's white people nice. was like, they was enjoying it. They yeah. was swimming in that shit, yeah. dirty motherfucking Caucasian caucus, nasty, nasty, nasty caucus boss. <laughs> so um, I know you haven't checked this documentary out yet, but um, there's a documentary on Netflix. Also, Woodstock uh, '99 is on Netflix. But there's a documentary on Netflix called "I Killed My Dad," and it's about a young white teenager in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, who um killed his dad and um, you know, called the cops and said, Hey man, I think I just killed my dad And, you know, at first it's like, damn, this nigga just killed his dad in cold blood. But man, does that shit get a little um crazy uh near the end of that first episode. I'm not gonna do no spoiler alerts right now, but uh y'all definitely go check that out. Um it was definitely a good watch. It didn't feel like it was long. I think each episode was probably like forty five to like 45 to 35 maybe 50 minutes but it didn't feel that long though so y'all definitely go check that out so it was 45 minutes 
Yeah, each episode. I think the match oh, was like okay. 45 minutes. Because it's like three episodes. But it didn't feel that long. But uh, what I will say is... When y'all watch it and y'all will see what I'm talking about, that kid is gonna be fucked up for the rest of his life. There, um, when um, <clears throat> he was getting interv- uh, interrogated and all that stuff, even when he was getting interviewed, you can just tell this kid had like no real emotions until like the end of the show, well, the end of the series where he cried a little bit. But uh, yeah, that yeah, hmm. he's gonna be fucked up for the rest of his life. Hopefully, he can get through that trauma that he went through as a kid. But uh, yeah. Y'all go check that out. Um, check I'll, that out, man. Yeah, I'd like to hear about your. Um, I heard you you know watch the uh, the prey on Hulu, man. I'd like to hear about that, man. I'm, I wanted to check that out. I stopped you. Um, these docs, man. I saw you tweet something about Woodstock. Nothing. I was like, oh man, make sure I got some content for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, the prey on Hulu. It's uh, it's a good ass movie, man. I enjoyed it. Um, finally, a uh, Predator movie that was good. I feel like the last two or three of them was trash. They finally uh, brought some more action to this one. They took it back to the 1700s and like had the Indians playing. Had them fighting them. They had like the Russian white men. <laughs> also had a nice little scene where they was trying to take out the uh, Predator man. I like. I like the the setting and the time that they set for this one. Um the actor was good. Main actor was um a female. They had a female lead actor, little Indian shorty that was trying to be accepted by her village as a hunter and a tracker. But they was really just trying to like be like, man, get your ass out of here, you playing. But she was actually pretty tough. Um, she killed that nigga. But Oh she killed the brother? Uh yeah. But uh, well, no, I'm about to say, <laughs> that one. I didn't mean to say that part, but it was a good movie, though. No, what threw me off because, like, even like uh, with the old predators, like, um, they don't they the predator don't let you kill him. Like, if he feel like he's about to lose, he threw like a self destruction button, so like, um, they can't take the technology type shit. Yeah, about saying on a couple of the movies, on a few of the movies, they did that one, but on a few one, uh, like on some of them, like Alien versus Predator. Like, that last one, well, shit, the three of them, all three yeah. of them died. But then, like, the other ones came in the ship and, like, picked yeah, up the dead it. bodies. Yeah. But they were still dead, though. Yeah. Because they was like, nah, bro, you're not getting this technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Type shit like that. So, uh, well, it didn't happen like that at the end of this one. I want to spoil alert, but that motherfucker did die, though. Oh, damn. Damn, got killed and by And nobody it. came and got him. Oh, damn. Yeah. They probably was looking at that nigga like, you weak-ass nigga. How you get killed by an idiot? <laughs> Niggas have bow and arrows, nigga. <laughs> nah, but he definitely put work in before he died. Like, oh, no, nah, I, I believe it. Believe that. Yeah. <laughs> believe that. It wasn't just some soft-ass, pussy-ass predator. Like, they had, talking, he no, ran no, through no, a no. lot of bodies, regular human bodies and wildlife. Like, this nigga was bodying bears, fucking, <laughs> like, everybody was getting it, dog. So, don't talk- feel bad for him. Don't think he was no bitch, because. <laughs> but I'm talking about the other predators looking down, like, man. Oh, on, big dog. These niggas had stick. We, we sent you to the easiest planet right now bro you, we didn't send you to the niggas over there that fucking spit out acid <laughs> like we just sent you to some niggas that got sticks and some some of them got weapons what are you doing right now dog well, hey man but yeah I'm, I'm gonna check that out I'm gonna definitely check that out <coughs> oh, yeah, we good, you wanna go to break before we uh, jump into sports yeah, yeah let's go to break alright man we'll be right back <laughs> 
that she was just Damn, she used to take it. pictures with her shirt off and like you could see like the scars when she got rid of them. like she had double and six oh i do remember that i she used to embrace that was, like, she, she was embracing that, that, was, that shit that when she got hold on did she have cancer or something or she just got oh, she just got, got yeah she got the, the fuck out of here so she could do oh, her wow. thing oh wow that's why i'm like yo i don't know how russia give it up but what they was like man get your nigga ass and fucking Get your ass in that cell, boy. She'd be all right. She, if, she, if she was with the niggas, she'd be all right, bro. She could probably see most of them niggas yeah, with She's the seven hands, foot, dog. Yeah. Niggas in jail don't give a fuck. They're like, yo, you got oh, Where are we taking this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> are we freeing this woman or? <laughs> yo, this nigga's. This nigga is so wild. Oh, my phone is bugging again. It's about to do that research. But let's keep going. This nigga's. Uh, I, 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 uh, yeah, man. Free, about, man. free Britney Griner. I'll bleep dog. it out, man. <laughs> Please. Free, Britney Griner. Yo, yo. It's your boy Chucky from The Ville, and you're listening to From Us to You podcast. Cheer. We back, we back, we back. Um, shout out to Nipsey Hussle, man. He's um, receiving a, um, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, Hall of Fame, or something like that. And he's also getting a, a, a train station name after him down there in L.A. too. So, shout out to Nip Hustle, man. R.P. R.P. the great, man. R.P. the late, great Nip Hustle. Um, R.P. Bill Russell, man. He's going to be the first ever to get his number retired throughout the whole NBA, man. Um, that is dope to see a black man. That um done amazing amazing things for uh, the NBA uh, to be one of the first to get his number retired by all. I think he is the first. Yeah, my bad. To be the first to get his number retired by all what thirty one teams or thirty teams? The whole league. Yeah, the whole league. Right. No, none of y'all can use six for anything. Don't do it. So. We'll beat you down. <laughs> no, I'm that six belongs to Bill Russell. Yeah. Nobody um, else. LeBron lucky though he can finish career. Yeah, yeah, with it. yeah. That's what they say. Like, if, like um, if you got it right now, yeah. you can finish your career with it. But yeah. and no new nigga about to just throw on yeah. six. No new friends, right. nigga. So six was your number in high school, college, overseas. Yeah, change that shit. AU, fucking Drew League, Pro Am, whatever. Seven or five, nigga. You'll never wear that shit in the NBA game. How never, about that? nigga. So drop some bombs for me real quick, slick. Never, nigga. <laughs> Five or seven, nigga. <laughs> I need, I need or add a six and go with twelve, you pussy bitch. But niggas was like, niggas was like, uh, um, when Michael Jordan died, uh, they definitely got retired twenty three. Cause uh, what's his name, Ben, uh, Ben McClerker or something like that, shouldn't be wearing twenty three. <laughs> it was something Who? funny. Dan, what's that nigga name? He used to play for Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. He's 23? Yeah, I think he do wear number 23. I don't even watch this game enough to memorize his jersey number. I don't. (laughs) Nigga could be out there running around with six, bro. I wouldn't know. That's why he shouldn't be wearing this number. It's like, nigga, why are you wearing that? Um, But yeah, man, R.P. Bill Russell, man. NBA legend. Fucking black man. Legend. All types of legend out here, man. Um... Marshawn Lynch, a legend in our community. I hold him to legend status. Um, did some dumb shit. Um, drinking, driving, DUI. Uh, 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 please, Marshawn Lynch, don't do that again. Luckily, nobody got hurt, but you was definitely fucking wasted in that mugshot. 
and um, videos are surfing surfacing around now of your arrest. And um, <clears throat> we're not glad gonna... nobody caught me on camera when I got my DUI, <laughs> and it was circulating around the internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't like that. Like, bro, please don't release my interrogation footage or my arrest footage. Just, yeah, just but if you're famous, behind. you kind of set up, you kind of sign up for this. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm about to say you can. I'm about to say I'm not gonna be able to play uh, pit the video on screen, but you can play a little bit of the. Not different kinds. There's well, only one kind. Explain it to me. Okay, because I've already explained it to you. Failing to obey a command by an officer, lawful order, is obstructing. That's so this is your last chance. Step out of the vehicle for us. Everything is understandable. Okay. So if you understand, go ahead and step out for us. Is why will I not be pulled out? There we go. All right. Go to get on your stomach. Roll over. Hands behind your back. No more games today. What's on the game? Because I'm not moving. You just smell like alcohol. Oh, I do smell like alcohol. Yep. So right now you're being arrested for the suspicion of DUI. Okay. This is what I gotta say. Even though Marshawn Lynch is a hundred percent in the wrong, this man was causing no harm for him to be uh, dragged out of his car. Now, of course, you're gonna have to get that man out of his car. But for him to be dragged out of his car from his hoodie, thrown to the ground, and a knee pit in his back while a fucking black man is there watching this shit take place, yeah, bro, I'm not really feeling that. Cause um, that out of shape, fucking fat ass bitch ass cop, you wouldn't have done that if you didn't have that badge on. You would definitely wouldn't have even attempted to do that to Marshawn Lynch, nigga, because you know what the fuck would have happened to you. So, yeah, I'm not feeling that. That could have been handled a different way. But Marshawn Lynch is definitely wrong for drinking and driving. Come on. What what way would have been more satisfying to the white man? Oh, yeah. Taking a black man yeah, out of a him, fucking I know, car I know. that he can't afford. Yeah, I know he felt satisfied. He felt Grabbing satisfied. him by the hoodie and dragging him under. And then, like a man. His, and then putting his knee in his back. Yeah, you felt. What, what is more satisfying? Yeah, you felt like a man right there. I know you felt like a man. Yeah, what's more but, satisfying? But take that, take that uniform off and yeah. do it to him. Take, oh boy, yeah. yeah. Take that uniform off and do it. Shit, take your uniform off and do it to me. I bet it's going to be a different story. And for that black man to just let that shit happen instead of saying, dang, bro, you ain't had to do all that. At least say something, my nigga. Yeah, fucking coon ass nigga. Nah, bro, they gang. Someone won't say something. They gang. I'll tell, I'll tell you when we leave from here. I ain't going to tell you when in the middle. I'll tell you once we in the car and we out. Then I'll be like, hey, bro, you might have did something a little too, you know. Well, nah. But like but in I the will midst say, of it, I'm going to let you get your shit off. Like I will say, that that uh, Marshawn Lynch is 100% wrong, bro. I'm not I'm not, I'm not. not even about to have that discussion. That nigga was 100% wrong. And please, Marshawn Lynch, don't, don't ever do that again, bro. You see what's going on right now with, you know, people crashing cars and all types of shit. So don't, don't please. Don't well, I ain't never driving in Las Vegas, though. Yeah. My um, niggas be faded driving crazy in Las Vegas. I ain't never driving in Las Vegas. And, um, Bro, how far is that walk, nigga? <laughs> yeah, facts. I'm cool, though. And before um, we get off, the lady that um, caused that crash in L.A. that killed um, six people, yeah, comes to find out she had no alcohol in her system or drugs. So, um, really, skill, skill. Let's stop. It. I, I don't, stop it. I don't know what y'all want me to say. Um, she had a death wish. Hey, man. If if your mental is, is if your mental is that mess up, sober, please go seek help. And also they're saying this is this is probably her thirteen t- 
time getting into like a car like car crashes like this and something like that. So never the same trip. Yeah, I don't know how you was able to just drive freely on the road uh, without uh, a parent guardian with you. Money, man, you can pay pay your way out of a lot of shit. Money and taking whatever classes <clears throat> I to guess. help you do better. Oh yeah, you can get you can get a lot of shit back. I guess, man. I guess, but um. Uh, man, let's get up in JT's this. on the next Carisha Please episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That show's still going on. Hey, man, come on, man. It's about to go on for a little bit, bro. Come on, man. As long as she's sucking diddy dick. All right, let me stop. <laughs> Shit, let's get into the sports, man. Um, Sports news, man. Um, Do you want to talk about preseason first, or you want to talk about KD? However you want to end it, bro. What do you want to end on? I mean, I ain't got shit to say on preseason, for real. So, right. I mean, we can talk about uh, KD. KD. KD um, went to the owner of the Brooklyn Nets and said, hey, man, um, big dog, uh, yeah, um, I still want that trade. But uh, it's either me or Steve Nash and the GM. KD, you do know you hired Steve Nash. KD, you do know the team looked like it looked like because of you and Kyrie. I don't know, bro. I don't think KD is in my. I don't think KD is in my top ten, bro. Mm, I'm. I don't know. He might not be in my. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. It is. It's still KD, even though he do a lot of whole shit. And niggas want to like niggas gonna keep it all the way real with themselves and be like, yo, so who's really like? Is there nine niggas out there really like nicer than KD that we grew up watching for real for real like that? But also, man, I mean, with me, how you conduct yourself and move on a professional level as a nigga, it holds weight to me. So if you moving around like a whole ass nigga, like I mean, you can be the nicest nigga in the world. I probably won't be like the biggest fan of you for real. Just cause I was like, uh, this nigga really giving me whole nigga vibes. You can see it. As soon as shit get a little shakier, it's not going his way. It's just trying to leave, trying to get a trade and go fuck up another fucking organization. That's about to give up mad picks and players just to try to goddamn cater to your ass and win something. And then when a season and a half go by and y'all niggas is on the back burner, somebody hurt or coach ain't doing something or whatever whatever you're just ready to leave or whatever it's just like me personally if i'm like a franchise i'm kind of like not fucking with niggas that act like that i don't yeah. care how talented you are i'll we'll build this team brick by the brick. other way <laughs> instead of like just trying to get a superstar diva because yeah. like them niggas will fuck your damn they will set you back bro yeah even when Especially LeBron. if shit ain't goddamn looking nice early. Yeah. And the way these superstars can just force their way up. Like, nah, man. That's, that's a lot to risk, bro. I'm like, bro, we just gave up all these players to accommodate you, Kyrie, James Harden. And, like, all y'all niggas is just trying to slide. Yeah. Even with LeBron, when he would do things like this, at least the organization level for ring. The only organization that held their own against the GM was Miami. Um, I think for LA, it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be kind of bad in the future for LA. Uh, Cleveland, hey bro, y'all haven't won shit in a hundred years, so for him to just bring one, y'all should be grateful and honored of LeBron. 
Um, but yeah, at least when LeBron do shit like this, he's bringing value to the organization. You at least know you're going to go to deep into the playoffs, all that shit. Um, who else does this, stuff like this? Shit, even with Kawhi, when he did it, uh, when he forced his way out of um, San Antonio and went to Toronto, even though he probably didn't have too much say in um, he didn't. How, what with the like how the team was built. That nigga didn't want to go to Toronto. He didn't want to go to Toronto, but he, he, he did what he was somewhere, supposed to do. Huh? He, he did what somewhere. He, he did what he was supposed to do, though. Take your ass to the north, nigga. But he, hey, niggas, way up north, nigga. Niggas thought he was. Niggas thought they were sending him to a uh, uh, to 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 a fucking a wasteland to waste a year. That nigga won a championship for Toronto, bro. So it's like, God respect it. Um, can't think of no players off the top of my head right now that have done things like that. Besides, probably like some players back in the day. I think. Um, Fuck man, it's a player that I'm, I'm I can't think of right now that um went to the seventy sisters back in the day that helped them win a couple of championships. But <clears throat> yeah, KD, hey bro, maybe you not that nigga dog. Maybe you did need um Steph Curry, the light skin assassin. That's sad, bro. Can't be me. I don't need no light skin nigga. No, I'm just <laughs> maybe you just need a super team to win. <laughs> you need a super team that's already capable of winning 70 games just to make it all the way, like, no competition. Is that the only way he's going to win? The world may never know. Well, we might know. We probably got, like, what, he's 32 or something like that. We probably got, like, five, six more years. Yeah. So, we should – we shall see. Um, um, but, I mean, if I'm the GM – I mean, if I'm the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, I'm getting rid of Steve Nash and what's his name? All right, well, bro, we got to keep Kevin Durant. This your first year. Like, bro, we can always bring you back whenever this nigga, like, decides to really leave. So, let's go ahead and cut you for now. Well, the only reason GM why- was going to cut you because this is like, I mean, if it's ultimatum, bro, you got to kind of get rid of them niggas since they, like, just knew. You got Kevin Durant here right now. The only reason why it's kind of like you have gave this man and um, him and Kyrie everything they wanted, and um, how 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 far do we have to go, bro? Like now you're telling me to now fire a coach and a GM when you probably had a good coach before that. I don't know about the GM. I don't know how long that GM been there, but with firing a coach and a GM, okay, well firing a, a coach and a GM. You are, you are you are changing the culture of a team, so it's like you now want me to change. But Bur- Brooklyn don't have no culture right now, though. They like well, they can't build nothing. With they so new. Yeah, so this can. be the perfect time to fire them niggas and get somebody new. If it's if it's like that, it's like I mean, shit, there ain't no culture around this motherfucker anyway. It's gonna really hurt if y'all get rid of goddamn Kevin Durant and y'all niggas is building from fucking super scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean. It sounds like Kyrie gonna be leaving soon. As soon as somebody puts something on the table that's worth their while, they keep rumors with Lakers. Oh, Lakers said they're willing to give up two more picks <laughs> in the Kyrie trade. Uh, I'm like, bro, can y'all just please do whatever? Please. I'm tired of these rumors, bro. I don't bro, care. L. A. Jump on Kyrie. Just, just, just get. I just tell them no and force some niggas to figure it out in yeah. Brooklyn. That's what I really wish would happen. I'm like, yeah. bro, Kyrie and Durant, just stay there in Brooklyn and figure it out. Yeah. Both of y'all go to the gym. I mean, both of y'all go to the owner and be like, yo, fire these niggas. Yeah. Tell them who y'all want. So that way, next time y'all leave, it's, it's definitely all y'all fault. Yeah, facts. 
Um, or next time y'all mm, trade me, man, niggas gonna look at y'all even even crazier than we've been looking at you. Yep, that's how I feel about it. Facts. Um, I w- I've been thinking about this lately. Do you think um, Russell Westbrook is the most disrespectful? Is he a two time MVP or just a one time MVP? Uh, I feel like right, I can look at him real quick. Probably just got it because he probably got it that one year where he averaged triple double. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think he got MVP. I know he, he got did get MVP. It had to be that year where he averaged triple double. Um, do you think he's the most disrespectful MVP we have seen? Um, just you know, a few years ago he was <clears throat> picking up um triple doubles left and right. Um, uh, MVP. Stat pattern. You can call it what it was, but hey, he did what he was supposed to do. Uh, what stat pattern not winning? What is not winning in the NBA? Uh, what was your win percentage that series? I mean that season. I mean he it was he, under five hundred. I mean I'm pretty sure no but, team's goal is to be under five hundred. But he went to the playoffs though. <coughs> did they go to the playoffs? Yeah. I can't remember. What was it like an AC? It, it doesn't matter. They went to they went to the playoffs so. Yeah, he went to the playoffs his MVP his MVP um year. Um shit. If they played five games, that means they probably got S out in the first round. Yeah, uh, the next say. year he went to the playoffs. The next year after that he went to the playoffs and then he took Houston to the playoffs and sent, and then Washington to the playoffs. And you know, their first round exits, but he's still taking teams to the playoffs and that shit niggas gonna talk about. <clears throat> but I'm I'm not but what I'm saying is like that is winning, it's just you made it to the playoffs, so you feel me? Like that's still winning. You just didn't win in the pro seat in the postseason. The only time you got passed, you won't even pass the second round. One, two, three, four, four times probably. That's what it looked like to me. Four times. I don't know, bro. I just feel like we should put a little, some more respect on Russell's name, bro. I feel like niggas was really treating him kind of bad. Well, you had a, a super sorry season. You okay. win L.A. The market is over there is crazy. The media is crazy. You're going to feel it. Niggas can have a bad season, man. Come Plus, on. you like to bark at niggas. Niggas un- understand that. So, when you're down, niggas is going to see you. about it. <laughs> niggas going to kick you while you down? <laughs> That's yeah, bro, if you one of the players that barking at niggas when you got them killing them, what you think going to happen when you have a terrible-ass season? With the with the Laker team that should have did way more than what the fuck they were supposed to do. Yeah, they should have. And every time niggas see a highlight, you over here airballing fucking God knows what. You're gonna get slandered. Oh Lord. <laughs> That's just how it goes. Man, I'm with you, uh, Westbrook, man. Bounce back this season and make everybody eat their words. Do it, please. That's all you can do. I give you respect, big dog. Um, <laughs> shit, we ain't got nothing else to talk about, y'all. So I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to report on the WNBA. Uh, Scarlett Diggins is out for the rest of the, uh, the regular season. Uh, huh? What happened? Her? All right, is, is uh, personal reason. Uh, it's almost over. They about to um they about to go in the playoffs. Oh. Yeah, it's almost personal over. Reasons. Yeah, personal reasons. Damn, she can't take that Brittany Griner being locked up over there is getting to her. Chill, bro. Chill, chill, because she's about to make me spat. What you mean? Cause she, was, she was in press conference crying. Talking about something like, yeah, man. And then we got to come here and, like, y'all got to ask us about it. Then we got to get together and actually be able to play. And she's probably left and taking – she's probably leaving and taking a mental break like Kaiser. Nah, Kaiser is just – Kaiser is just out there. No, she's getting too much Adidas money. She yeah, don't care about basketball. Adidas money and and Wilson basketball money and uh, Kevin and Porter. Kevin Porter. Yeah. <laughs> she getting all she getting money from three different yeah, places. Three different checks coming in on the ring. Yeah. 
She does not care about the WNBA. That's going to be the smallest check of all. Yeah, and she probably getting what? I'm pretty sure Fashion Nova done threw her bag to wear some of them clothes, man. Jesus. All right, it pays to be beautiful and talented. Hey, man, I'll definitely pay. Whether you're using your talent or not. I'll definitely pay. Got you here that far. Uh, Bronny and Bryce um, playing, I don't know if this is AU ball or high school ball, but they're they playing for the first time. You know, Brown, uh, LeBron is a proud father. I can't can't be mad at that. That's dope as hell. That's pretty cool. Um, the Wizards are bringing back these classic white jerseys. I never liked these jerseys, though. That's a, oh, I, I never liked fire. them. I'm glad they're bringing them back. They're better than the fucking them DC shits that they be wearing now. I'm glad they're bringing them shits back. Yeah. Um, so that's the last time the Wizards was turned up when they was wearing them jerseys. You right. Might might give them some some um some swatter. Um, I turned Bill into Asian zero. <laughs> uh, running back James White is retiring from the NFL after nine seasons. Uh, he was a Patriots running back. If you didn't know, he's a three-time uh, Super Bowl um, champ. Uh, scored the only walk-off touchdown in the Super Bowl um, history. So you know, you still man. healthy in your mind, right? Um, your Ravens are going are trying to go twenty win twenty one straight pro season wins. That's cool. <laughs> do we get a preseason championship rings the way the NBA do now? Hey. For the summer summer league championships. They might as well. Tournament. Niggas get rings and shit now. That's the dumbest shit. Uh Brett Favre believe he suffered thousands of concussions during his career. Yes, he, he probably do. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm, what else is going on? Uh, that's about it, y'all. The game is independent, so it'd be crazy if his album was out right now. Let me look. <laughs> I just saw him retweet some random person that said, yo, this game album's dope. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this shit out? Because <laughs> it might be, because this nigga is independent. <clears throat> yeah, you never know. Nah, the game. He got some single shit still on here. Nah. And I'll just shit. Oh, somebody probably just got the leak. Yeah, he probably just fucking AR nigga or something. Listen, well, you do got a little check besides man. Yeah, man, shit. Um, oh, this this Rory homeboy, ain't it? It says Duce Palooza, and then what's the name? Yeah, Rory gave him the link, bro. <laughs> that nigga out here snitching. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it, Loki? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just seen Loki Loki drop some some valuable information a couple times on the timeline. It's like, all right, bro. What are you okay, doing? Malik Willis, I see you, I see you. What you do uh that pass you do? No, he just ran into the touchdown. Ran okay. right through our young defensive boys. I better tighten up, man. If y'all want snaps when the shit really start, nigga. All right, all right, all right. Running in there. But um Yeah, man, shout us out to damn. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to everybody that's listening to the pod, man. Um, y'all got them. Go run this shit up, man. Me and Slick are tired working for the white man, bro. We trying to get this shit popping, bro. So tell a friend and tell a friend and, um, shit. I don't know about you, Slick, but I'm pretty much done. I'm cool. I think this was a solid episode. Yeah, man. We made something out of not much of nothing to really talk about, but we brought some, some convos. I hope he brought some some laughter to y'all day and some joy to y'all day, man. But shit, this has been another episode from us. Your podcast from a new point of view, and we got Thank y'all for listening. Cause I'm tired, struggling, and sure he's strewn by Man, nigga, fuck up, so I get high at night. Drink a fill for that weight, so I can vibe through the night. And my demons talk to you. I be trying to fight, but lately, I've been thinking about leaving this life. Shit. 
Hey, you there? You like podcasts? You like when black men talk shit about black women? Well, come on down to From Us You Podcast, a podcast from a nigga one of you. We got three black dudes, Scoob, Glove, Slick. We all there. We talking shit. We hanging out. We don't disrespect black women. Come on down now. Huh?